1: rescued Jeanette Burton from the Chamber of Serpents, Wong Tai has forced her against her will to accompany him to the subterranean treasure vault of Atea, White Queen of Tor. Led by the Shan of Rator and Paul Darno, the Ratorian army, moving rapidly through the jungle toward the walled city of Tor, is joined a short distance from their goal by Uka, who reports the death of Temur and Paul Tar. Meanwhile, following the King of Mungo by Tarzan, O'Rourke, Kailuk, and the ape-man have stealthily entered the jewel pits under cover of darkness in an attempt to free the pit slaves and lead them in an attack upon the palace. As Tarzan and his two friends creep past the shelter of the sleeping guardsmen toward the nearest slave-shed, one of the yellow men awakens, sees them, and rouses his companions. Tarzan, O'Rourke, and Kailuk run for the slave-shed, followed by the awakened Torians. Hurry, O'Rourke! Get that key and release the slaves! Oh, sure, and I'm doing just that... We'll be with
2: you in a minute.
1: The guards yelling fiendishly rush toward Tarzan and Kailuk, brandishing their heavy swords. Kailuk, grasping the sword he has taken from the wall of the Torian house, stands with his back to the wall of the slave shed awaiting the charge. A grim savage smile twists his yellow lips into a snarl of hate. A short distance from him, legs spread, feet gripping the rocky ground stands Tarzan. In his hands, the ape Man grips the end of a ten-foot length of heavy chain, which he swings round his head in a great swift arc. Coolly, he watches the oncoming charge presently as the guards come close, the great muscles of his arms and back swell into corded ridges of steel. He whirls the heavy chain once. Let's go! The impromptu weapon flashes through the air, whirling end for end, crashes into the leading guard, flattening several of them to the ground. Ah, get out there, ye yellow devils. Get out there and fight!
3: This way, it's Tarzan! Before the remaining guardsmen can
1: gather themselves for a second charge, Tarzan leaps forward. Quickly, he snatches up to the ground. The swords dropped by the Torian's knocks down by the whirling chain. Springing back beside Kailuke, he tosses the swords all but one behind him at the feet of the liberated slaves. Come to pick up those swords and follow us, Kailuke. Andaka Rattori, Andaka
3: Tori, hi! Labani!
1: Take some of the slaves, Kailuke. Get between the guards and the gate. Don't let them open it.
3: No quarter unless they join us. Tarzan!
1: Hoi! Rattori, how long, girl? Take Oh, will be Tarzan, my He had them on the run now. The rest of the slaves? We haven't released them all. Oh, jibber a bit. I got the one shed full out and stuck the key into the hands of one of the slaves. He's freeing the rest of them. I'm here to help you. Well, yeah, it's all over. What's left of them have thrown down their arms. They'll be ready to come over to us. Sure, and it would be all over just when I'm putting on me fighting clothes. Don't worry, my friend. There'll be enough fighting to suit even you. It is finished, Tarzan of the Apes. We are in control of the pits. Rather than lose their lives, the guards have joined us. But no, friend. The palace... Arm the slaves with whatever they can find. When we open those gates. there's are going to be plenty of opposition. Oh, sure. And the noise we made must have aroused the have been bland sisters of all these head and devils. Let's go, Tarzan. We are ready, Tarzan of the gates. Right. Open the gates. Come on, O'Rourke. Ty
3: Handaka, Handaka.
1: Far beneath the palace of Tor in Artea's treasure cave, Jeanette Burton stands near the closed door of the vaulted, dimly-lit cavern. Fearfully, she watches Wong Tai as he moves, oblivious to all but the vast treasure surrounding him, among the heaps of gold ingots and open caskets of precious and semi-precious stones. The flickering yellow light from two torches throws eerie, mysteriously creeping shadows upon walls and floor. As the Chinese plunges avaricious hands first into one gleaming heap, then another. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: that's a, a treasure. A treasure. A <laughs> treasure such as a genie of a himself could not have produced. Ooh, hurry, Dr.
5: Wong, hurry. Let's get out of this place. you need a creep. Presently, presently. Look, these rubies. <laughs> ah, like
4: unfathomable blood-red eyes Glittering, inscrutable
5: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. take them They are yours No, Dr. Wong they are tears I don't want them and you should A
4: tear A savage who has no idea of their value Then I will take them And whatever else I can And sometime Sometime we will return to this What was that? Listen Nothing, my child You are permitting your imagination to get the better of you We are alone Alone with the ransom of a hundred kings at our feet Mm, But but what if we were to be caught in this place? (laughs) Eh, Nonsense Who is there to find us? Athea?
5: The entire palace sleeps But I'm sure that someone followed us through those damn corridors I, I felt their presence Athea thinks you dead, my dear
4: Killed by her pet executioner in the chamber of serpents. Come, select what you like, and we will return to my chamber. I have all I can carry.
5: No, oh, I don't want any of it. I only want to get away from here as quickly as possible. Ah.
4: By the shadow of the great image, it is an evil play of fate that one must leave such treasure to yellow skinned savages. Oh, I'd give it all
5: ten times over to be a thousand miles from here. Ah,
4: well, the... Peking Wall has but one gate, though many real roads lead to it. And once we are out of this city, it should not be impossible, with the assistance of our guiding ancestors, to find a road
5: leading back to this treasure. Oh, how can you even think of returning? The chances are all against our even leaving Tor alive. Oh, take hatred of us all, excepting well, Tarzan, perhaps. It's so deep, so savage. Assuredly, my dear.
4: But our immediate need is less to describe Atea's hatred in terms of classical analogy than to find a means of baffling its venom.
5: Well, which we certainly can't down here in this creepy dungeon.
4: Very well, my dear. We will return to my chamber where we may lay our problem before the spirits of our distinguished ancestors and with a fitting request for their assistance. Come.
5: Great heavens! Tanya and Atea! Oh, uh, Kaladanka! <laughs> Panyalok! Panyalok, Well, my Wong Tai, it seems that the missing key to the treasure cave has been found. Or perhaps it has never been lost.
4: The uh, achievement of the illustrious daughter of Thor may be computed neither by rule nor by measure. Her perceptions are sharper than the sword of a Tai thing. Is
5: that all you have to say, my loyal Wong Tai?
4: There are times, heaven-born, when the crest perfection of my venerable tongue is strangely inadequate to express emotions.
5: And you, Jack Burton, how did you escape from the chamber of serpents? Wong Tai followed the guards. When they left, he opened the door. And where, Wong Tai? Did you find the key to my treasure cave? He didn't find it, Artelia. I didn't give it to him. At his suggestion, perhaps. My watchful Tanya saw you leave the quarters of Wong Tai together and followed you here. Well, so be it. You shall die together immediately. In the fires of Thor.
1: Meanwhile, led by Tarzan, O'Rourke, and Kailuk... ...the horde of freed slaves armed with clubs, lengths of chain and weapons... ...taken from guards and warriors overpowered in the dark streets... ...are moving grimly onward toward the palace. Faith, Tarzan, taking the palace will not be easy. Look, down there in the square. The yellow devils are gathering beneath the main entrance and stairway. Keep to the side streets till we reach the square. Then a quick rush on the palace. Once inside, we can hold it against the warriors. If only Ukar and the lieutenant were here with the Ratorians. Ah, well, it will be a fine brawl as it is. What have I Tarzan of the apes? What do you intend doing with her? We'll take her prisoner. Use her as a hostage for Jeanette. Faith, and why not hold the she-devil until we're all slaves included out of the city? <laughs> a fine traveling companion she'd make. That to capture the woman will be impossible, Tarzan. She can easily escape through any one of many secret passageways leading out of the palace. Well, we'll try anyway and hope for the best. No. what? There's an awful lot of yelling and commotion going on up there in the walls beyond the palace. Keep the slaves from rushing the square, Kailuk, till we see what's going on.
6: Am atari!
1: The Thoreans are forming their towers there before the palace, and marching toward the walls, only some of them. Plenty left to make it interesting for us. What is it, Kailuk? i fun, It's good news, friend. The Shandrator and Nuka have arrived. They are attacking at the distant part of the wall. Oh, began the saints, be pleased. Now we'll give these yellow devils a surprise of their lives. We'll take them front and rear. Come on, Tarzan Milan. Wait. If it's Darno and Uka, they're expecting us to open the gates for them. Why would they begin their attack at some other part of the wall? Perhaps a sham attack Tarzan to lead the Torians away from the main gate? You're right. That would be Darno's tactics. Listen, Captain. You lead the slaves. Get as close to the gates as you can from the south side. Then hit the Torians from the rear. Keep their attention from the gate if you can. And you, Tarzan? Don't worry about us. O'Rourke and I will be there to open them. When you see the gates are open, make straight for the palace with your slaves. Don't let anything stop you. Understand? Tarzan. All right, O'Rourke. Come on. We'll reach the gate from the other side. The hidden devils have seen us. They're trying to head us out. Sure, it is a fine job we've cut out for ourselves. It'll be a race. I'll take care of the gate. You go back with Kylo. Ah, uh, just for that, I'd take a fall out of his missile. If I wasn't so sure, you could lick me. Telling an old rock to stay out of it indeed. Uh, save your breath. Run. Ah, oh, it is a race you want, here. Eh? I'm right with you. And the devil take the hindmost. Look out for
7: them swords. <laughs>
8: My process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha. Uh-huh. It's the Loot Creek subscription box, yeah. With an
0: exclusive loot on surprises to you door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. Ha ha ha. From the original
8: loot crate, the loot crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Calabunga through
5: the loot gaming video game box! Woohoo! Hee
0: hoo! Rouses! With cuts starting as large as 1199 per month, those are facts just about for all the To get your Geek on head over to PhoenixMedia.us forward slash Loot Crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X Media.us forward slash Loot Crate. Great Scott! Snap into a Loot Crate! Dig it! you're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Overpowering their guards and arming themselves with makeshift weapons, the jewel-pit slaves, led by Tarzan, Oruk, and Kailuk, have begun their advance from the palace of Atea. Wong Tai, after rescuing Jeanette Burton from the Chamber of Serpents, has forced her, against her will, to accompany him to the Queen's subterranean treasure cave, where the Chinese and Jeanette are caught by Atea and her guards. They are condemned to immediate death by sacrifice to the fires of Tor, and are led away toward the Hall of Pantu, the Chamber of Sacrifice. As Tarzan, O'Rourke, and Keluk lead the liberated slaves toward the palace, the Shahn of Rattor with Darno, Uka, and a horde of savage Rattorians opens his surprise attack upon the walls of the city of Thor. Tarzan starts for the main gates of the city with O'Rourke in an attempt to open them to the attacking Rattorians. Oh, big Tarzan. The lieutenant and his reinforcements made it just in time. Yes, but the real fighting hasn't started yet. It's not going to be easy. Here, down this side street. Wait, you're heading for the elephant paddocks. The gates are not. Yeah, I know. We're going to need help to get through to the gates. I fear the stick fleas on the dog's back down there. But help? From where? Tantor. The elephants. Black Maluk and the others. They'll take us through those warriors. before oh, the <laughs> elephants? <laughs> Holy St. Patrick. I'm with you now. no. Elephant men. They'll be guarding the base. Most of them will be at the wall fighting. Look, there's the paddocks. The gate's open. No guards. I uh, can't be intimidated. Go easy. They made a mistake in not taking the elephants with them. And lighting them up opposite the gates in case the Ratorians did break through. Now we'll take them. Here we are. Come on. What's the plan? You take that side of the lane. I'll take this. Go straight through. Drop the gates to each corral as you pass. Leave the rest to me. Oh. Like ghostly shadows, Tarzan and O'Rourke move swiftly, silently, through the dark paddock. At each corral only long enough to lower the gate bar. Returning to Black Malouk's pen, Tarzan drops the bars and, followed closely by O'Rourke, advances quickly toward the huge, swaying bulk of the jungle titan. Panda, panda, panda. Come here, O'Rourke. He'll lift us up on his back. Nala tanto. Nala tamangane. Nala tarzan. At Tarzan's low voice command, Black Malouk lifts first one, then the other to a seat astride his neck. Swiftly then, the great beast shuffles out into the paddock and toward the open gate.
3: Antor, Antor, Good!
1: Antor, Good! They're all following. The whole herds come in behind us. Yes. They'll clear the way to the city gates. And if we can only get close enough to the main gates to open them before the yellow devils see it. Hands will take care of that, even if they do. They've seen the elephant, walk. Sure, and they've got to try to turn them back. Hold fast and sit tight. We'll be at the gates in a moment. (laughs) Come, Tantor. Val
3: Valmangani. Bundulo.
1: Oh, Bikari, Here's the gate. Dalarod, stop off. open the gate. I'll turn the elephant's back against the Torians. Run, Tantor. Run, Bruno. Oh. Bruno, battle Baghetti. The gate, Tarzan. I have it unbarred. Bring your side open.
3: Lieutenant! And Uka! Ah, oh, the saints be praised! Stand <laughs> <laughs> down! Here,
7: Lieutenant! This way, Darno! do a you amaze me, we are in time. I feared we would be too we late. We've given you up, Darno.
1: It's not to ourselves, and we'll talk later. some of your Ratorians and come on to the palace. We've got to find Jeanette. Bien,
7: bien. Our plans are made. Uka and his men follow us. Monsieur Le Chandra Raptor carries the fight into the city. Lead on!
3: Uka! Raptor! <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, Wong Tai and Jeanette Burton, recaptured by Atea and her yellow-skinned guards, as they were about to leave the Queen's treasure, cave, are being led through dimly lit, gloomy, subterranean passageways and corridors to their deaths by sacrificing the fires of Thor.
5: Dr. Wong, do you think she actually means to throw us into that pit fire? I can't believe that she'd be that cruel.
4: It is difficult to guess exactly what a woman of her savage nature would do, my child. But this time... I think there can be little doubt of her intentions toward us. Oh,
5: why did you insist on going to that treasure cave? Of course, it's too late to say I told you so.
4: It would seem that the venerable ones before whom I laid my plea for guidance and assistance have become somewhat distant in their power of hearing. Oh,
5: good heavens, Dr. Wong. Be serious. Don't you realize we're being led straight to a horrible death? Eh,
4: not idly is it written... That the gods conceal from men the happiness of death, that they may endure life. Birth is not a beginning, my child, nor is death an end.
5: Oh, what do I think of being dropped into that awful, flaming pit. Do not pit?
4: lose courage, my dear. My all-conquering determination to acquire great wealth has placed us in a position of grave danger. But perhaps with the help of those guiding spirits who appear to have turned a deaf ear to the ill requests request. We may yet continue in our present existence.
5: Look, we're in the corridor leading to the sacrificial chamber of Santu. Those guiding spirits in whom you place so much faith are going to help us. Better do it soon. Yes, sir. There
4: seems to be a great deal of activity. Commotion for such a late hour.
5: Oh, good What is it, Dr.
4: Wong? With the little I have been able to pick up of the language, I believe a tear has set the guard to learn the cause of the disturbance out there in the street. To me it sounds like much fighting.
7: Tim, take
4: Bunny.
5: the the chamber of sacrifice, Dr. Wong. Once we're inside, put that great door closed on us?
6: Mungo has got. Oh, 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 oh,
4: oh,
5: oh,
4: the oh, oh,
5: oh,
4: oh, 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 oh,
5: Oh, Wang Kai, your friend, Tarzan of the Eight, was at the bottom of the slave revolt after all, and you knew it. Landed with him.
4: If this person did not know it, one, he at least suspected it, and attempted several times to warn the heaven born.
5: With proverbs which the gods themselves did not understand. But never fear, my friend. Tarzan and his slaves, and that old fool, Shan have arrived too late to interfere this time in my plans for you and this. This woman,
4: as this one has often and not ineptly stated, you are subtle as a seed in wisdom, heaven-born. But neither of these virtues can restore a broken jar.
5: Broken am I. We will see. There before you, the hall of Pantu. Go, Bonnie. Anko of Pantu. Oh, Doctor Wong, look, the priest waiting.
4: Uh, the shackles. Gathered for
5: the feast. Now, my friends, we will see if your friends can save you from the embrace of Panfu.
1: While in the city, the invading horde of Ratorians, led by the fierce Ushan himself, drive their ancient foes from street to street, house to house, pillaging, plundering, burning, giving no quarter. Tartan, Darno, and Orok, with Kailuk and his slaves, supported by Ukar and several Tars of Picked men, have fought their way to the main palace staircase, where a handful of Atea's nobles and palace guards are making a desperate resistance. Here, Darno, Orok, this way. Don't have
7: to even if we have machine guns to clear it path. Oh, stick with... Tar-tang.
1: Oh, we won't need it. We've got enough parts for them yellow devils to avoid enough for a regiment. Come on, Dono, A rock. Leave the guards to look and the slave. Follow me. Name corridor to the council check.
7: Which way, more me? These corridors are all alike. A rock. There is a... Oh, right here, my lad. Oh, you can't lose an a rock. You, you you are covered with blood. You are wounded. Oh, scratches all of them. Not to favor you cut yourself. But come on. Hello, Tarzan. We've got to find
1: Jeanette before that. She appears gets in the dirty work. The council chamber. They're at the end of the hall.
3: This way. Here's the main corner.
1: The doors
7: are open, Tarzan. No one inside.
1: Then they've got Jeanette somewhere else. Wait if that woman has harmed the hair of the child's head or... Oh, it's devil. The place is empty as a tomb.
7: Chanting, Tarzan. And do you know what that means? A sacrifice.
1: Oh, goodie! they did the same when they made us watch the poor devil had pay a sacrifice to Pantu. Howell is St. Patrick? They've got your head there. The guards in front of that door at the end of the corridor. The Hall of Pantu. Come on,
3: hurry.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Atea, savage white queen of Tor, has learned of Jeanette Burton's rescue from the Chamber of Serpents by Wong Tai and of their invasions of her treasure cave. She follows them with a company of palace guards and surprises the Chinese in the act of looting her jewel caskets. Ordering their immediate death by sacrifice to the fires of Tor, Atea conducts her captives to the Hall of Pantu, the Chamber of Sacrifice. Tarzan and O'Rourke, meanwhile, have opened the city gates to the invading hordes of Rator, and leaving the invasion and sack of Tor to the savage Raptorians, the ape-man, Dano, and O'Rourke fight their way into the palace in search of Jeanette. As the three white men enter the deserted council chamber, the sound of chanting voices comes to them from the hall of Pantu. They recognize the chant of sacrifice. This way, the hall of Pantu at the end of the corridor. Come on. Suck There are many guards before that door. go to the devil with the yellow If Jeanette's in there,
7: we'll get her out. Oh, listen. That sounded like
3: Jeanette. Her, Dr. Oh,
1: begun it is, Jeanette. Oh, the devil's a murdering her. Oh, we're coming, Jeanette
7: Akushla. Oh, grasa bonjour. Voyez, look. Back there, coming down the corridor. Who gone? He's a Come on. <laughs>
1: Bounding forward with the speed of a charging lion, the fierce, challenging cry of the bull ape ringing piercingly from his throat, Tarzan leaps directly into the midst of the yellow guardsmen.
3: In his hands,
1: the great two-edged Torian sword, its reddened blade reflecting the light from burning wall presents, whistles through the air in great sweeping arcs. Straight through the living wall of yellow-skinned, gigantic Torians, the ape-man cleaves a path to the heavy door of the Hall of Pantu. Behind him, Darno and O'Rourke, wielding savage weapons, fight desperately to prevent the Taurians from closing in. Darno! O'Rourke! Come on! Lead them to Uka is his Taurians. Here, the door. Inside, quick. Todd!
5: Oh, thank heaven!
1: The door, O'Rourke, close it.
5: Montag! La Hondo! The hunt of the trap
1: lever, Mantar! Pull the lever! At Athea's screaming command, Mantar, the high priest, springs from the circle of startled priests toward the lever in the base of the huge golden image that operates the stone trap over the fire pit. Across the chamber, near the door, Darno and O'Rourke halt in their tracks, staring in frozen horror as the priest's hand reaches out to grasp the lever. Swift as thought, Tarzan swings the long Torian sword back over his shoulder, brings it forward in one powerful sweep, and lets go! True as an arrow launched from above, the huge weapon flashes point foremost across the chamber to bury itself to the hilt in the breast of the high priest. With a scream, Mantar sinks, riding in death to the floor. The remaining priests stand petrified, gazing fearfully at the ape man who reaches back, snatching a rogue sword from his hands. The first one to move toward that leaf dies as Mantar died. Tell them, Atea.
5: And you think Tarzan of the Apes, that would save Jeanette Burton? Not so. One step away from that door by you or one of your companions, and she dies by the sacrificial knife. Wong Tai, remain where you are.
7: Mon Dieu! She is holding Jeanette on the edge of the stone trap with a knife at her throat. If anyone
1: touches that lever. Oh, faith in me, that devil himself strike the woman dead where she stands. Ah, oh, if I could only get my two hands on her for one little minute. Easy, lord. Stand still, Wong. tear. Don't be a fool. Your city's fallen into the hands of Shan Rator and his warriors. Your nobles and fighting men are dead or prisoners. Jeanette's death won't help you now.
5: Nevertheless, she will die in the fires of Tor or by the blade of sacrifice. Unless the Shan of Rator and you, Tarzan of the Apes, are prepared to bargain for her life.
2: What do you want?
5: The Shan and his warriors will evacuate my city at once. He may take with him... All Ratorian slaves.
1: I am not authorized to negotiate terms for the Shan, Darno? Nor am I. You'll have to make your own terms with the Shan, Atea. What do you want of me?
5: Your intervention and Arapal Darno with his friend, the Shan.
1: You have my word for that and Darno's. Right, Darno? Wait, oui, Tarzan.
5: And your acceptance of the kingship of Tor, Tarzan of the Apes. Oh, no, Tarzan. No, you mustn't listen to. Silence, you a fool! Or i bury this blade in your throat. Oh,
1: by the saints, I'll make that she devil... Oh, then, rock. All right, Atea. As far as I am concerned, you have
6: my... Take care,
4: cousin. The woman speaks with a double tongue. She is without honor. Crafty. Vindictive. As evil as
5: sin. <laughs> so speaks my most worthy and loyal counselor, Wong Tai, who is himself the soul of honor who bites the hand that feeds him, and plunders from the one who has saved his miserable life. To
4: combat fire, my illustrious queen, one must himself apply the torch. And as this one has so often stated, the shadow moves as the sun directs. Therefore, Tarzan, my friend, I warn you. Cheng me mong mong Rong. Walk softly. Walk softly.
1: As the crafty Chinese speaks... He moves surreptitiously, inch by inch, toward Artea. She stands holding Jeanette beside the firetrap. Unobserved by all but the watchful Tarzan, Wong moves closer. Closer.
5: Enough. Enough of this talk. Tarzan, what is your answer to my terms? Do you accept? A moment, Tarzan,
1: before
7: you answer. Would it not first be well for Artea to learn whether or not she has a kingdom to offer? Perhaps the Shah of Raptor has other plans for the governing of Tor and for Arthea.
5: Then they will be set aside if Jeanette Burton is to live. Speak, Tarzan.
1: Watch yourself, Tarzan. She's planning devilment. You have my word that I will return, Atea. Oh, ah, Tarzan.
5: Tarzan.
1: Providing you put down that knife and Jeanette and Wong come over here to us now. Pernika, Tarzan.
7: Her eyes are trying to deliver a message to one of those priests.
1: I know. <laughs>
5: Not so fast, Tarzan of the Apes. Jeanette Burton will step out from under this knife only when the order has been given and guaranteed by yourself for the Rattorians to leave Tor, And not before.
1: You'll have to take that up with the Shan later.
5: No, now. Send for him.
1: Donno. go outside and see if you can find Uka. Deliver Arteta's message to him. La
7: Hondo Oh, Tarzan, to heaven, please! Oh,
1: the priest to whom Artea had flashed a signal and cried out leaps suddenly forward to the base of the golden idol and the lever. As his clawing fingers fasten themselves on the handle, Tarzan's sword whistles through the air and buries itself between his shoulders. <laughs> With a scream of savage agony, the dying priest throws himself against the lever, pulling the handle with him as it falls. Seeing one of their number felled by the lightning action of the ape-man, the other yellow-skinned priest, screaming with terror, rush for the door behind the golden idol to disappear in the secret passageways of the temple of Pantu. A dull, heavy rumble of grinding rock and the stone sap beside which the women stand begins to slide open.
5: Oh, so, of the apes, you thought to cheat at of her engines. Jeanette Burton dies in the fires of power and with the knife of sacrifice in her heart. Le feu, Tarzan! Da the fire! Up through the trap!
1: Eyes glittering evilly, the savage queen raises the sacrificial knife. As she leans forward to drive it into Jeanette's heart, Wong Tai throws himself between the two women. His shoulder, striking Jeanette, hurls her away from the opening trap. The descending knife, with all Atea's savage strength behind, plunges deep into his unprotected back. Oh. The force Turn. of his forward lunge and the tail blow carries him staggering to the brink of the open roaring fire pit. Oh, deliver that! Lieutenant! Quick! Oh, mon Dieu!
4: They will fall. Clattering
1: at the edge of the horrible pit, yeah. Wong turns, throws his arms round the tail. He
4: who oh. strikes with a sharp point will not himself be safe for long.
1: Holy Saint Patrick! He dragged her into the fire pit along with him. Jeanette, you're all right? Not hurt? No.
5: No, I'm all right. But, but Dr. Wong...
1: He saved your life, Jeanette. Oh, very dear.
7: And as he himself might have said, may the all-seeing guide his footsteps into the heavenly palaces of his distinguished... Ancestors.
1: Yes, and I'm taking back everything I ever said or thought of him. Oh, I'd, I'd like to take the head and by the hand and call him friend.
5: He... he wasn't a heathen, Tim. More than once, he saved us all from a jealous jealous anger Especially me. If it hadn't been for Dr. Oh, we'll
1: will remember him, Akutla, as a real friend. Uh, with a queer way of saying things most folks couldn't understand. me
7: look. There on the trap. A necklace of rubies.
5: They must have fallen from his pocket. He got them from Atea's treasure cave. He wanted me to have them. I, I couldn't take, take them.
1: Take them. Artea has no further use for them. And the rest of the treasure will stay where it is, O'Rourke. Ah, uh, faith, and I want none of it. Ni moi, non plus, nor I.
7: what now?
5: Oh, let's get out of here. All I ask is to get as far away as possible from this awful place. And as quickly as we can.
1: You're right, Jeanette. You and O'Rourke will be safe with the Shah in the Nuka. They'll see that you reach civilization safely. Oh, you mean that you're, you're not going with us?
5: You, you're you going to stay here?
1: You forget. Darno and I are on a special mission.
7: Ah, we. Oui. I myself had almost forgotten. We still have a task to perform. Monsieur Ashmet... Is ivory poaching on slave trading?
1: We'll take care of that in due time. Tomorrow, we we'll go back to my jungle. Meanwhile, we'll find Uka and tell him our plans regarding Jeanette and Baroque. Come, Donald. We
0: have work to do. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting PhoenixMedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes Join us again same bat time same bat station for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater Excelsior! I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
2: From the heart of the jungle comes a savage cry of victory. This is Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. From the black core of dark Africa, land of enchantment, mystery, and violence, comes one of the most colorful figures of all time. Transcribed from the immortal pen of Edgar Rice Burroughs, Tarzan, the bronzed white son of the jungle. And now, in the very words of Mr. Burroughs, the story of Tarzan and the decoy. Long ago, Tarzan had learned to hate the Taman
1: Ghani. The dread white men who came with their thunder sticks to cheat and rob and kill. Nor had he any great love for the Gomangani, the black men. But his need for human companionship was beginning to make itself felt. And for many months he'd remained in the camp of the Punya tribe, teaching the lore of the jungle to Torgo, the small native boy.
9: Torgo's arrow hit the target, right in the
1: middle. Ah, that
10: was a fine shot, Torgo. You learn quickly.
9: Now, Torgo, be great, hunter. Bring home much meat and many skins. Targo, leave the forest
10: now. Targo, I'm back here.
9: You want me for something, Tarzan?
10: Sit down. Sit down. Here, Targo, on this rock. Yes, Tarzan. Targo, someday you will be a great hunter. But now you're only a very small boy who's just beginning to learn the secrets of the jungle.
9: Targo hit the target?
10: Yes, a, a target stuffed with grass and leaves. But in the forest, you will find targets that move quickly, that have inside them not grass and leaves, but treachery and cunning and great strength. There will be many lessons before you can go into the jungle alone.
9: But Torgo wants to hunt Numa, the lion, and bring home the skin for his mother.
10: (laughs) I have a new game, Torgo. if you aren't too old for games.
9: A new game?
10: Yes. We will tie a long rope to Manu, the monkey, and at the end of the rope, we will tie the target. Then, as Manu runs, we can pretend that the target is Numa, the lion, fleeing from our arrows. Doesn't that sound like fun?
9: Yes, I guess
10: so. And if you hit the moving target, Torgo, you will have learned something new, and Tarzan will go into the jungle and bring you back a prize. Perhaps uh, a lion skin to give your mother.
1: But if Tarzan and the small Torgo were engaged in a harmless game, The game that was being planned in a small cafe in Nairobi, in the Kenya country, was far from harmless. There, Varian, the wild animal agent, sat at a corner table in the foul-smelling, dimly-lighted room. As he sipped slowly from his glass, he scowled at the huge hunter who sat opposite him.
11: I can't stand stupidity, Emmett, and you're stupid. You can't talk to me that way, Vern. <laughs> I think I can, since I'm the only one who'll take the injured animals you bring back from the jungle.
12: Uh, can I help it if some of the elephants get hurt when they drop into the pitfalls? You
11: sell them, don't you? Only because I find new buyers each time. And right now I have a market for a hundred perfect bull elephants.
12: Where am I going to get a hundred
11: perfect specimens? I'm going along this time, Harriet. And we're going to bring them back from the Punya country. That's Tarzan's country.
12: You'll never let us get a hundred elephants out, Vern.
11: (laughs) Tarzan's not going to have anything to say about it. Because, you see, I plan on capturing him, too. He'll make quite an attraction in some sideshow.
12: Don't make me laugh. You've got as much chance of capturing Tarzan as you have of getting a hundred elephants without injuring any of them.
11: I admit that the odds would be very low were you directing the hunt, Hammett. But I intend to use cunning in place of brute force. How do you mean? You've been capturing elephants by building pitfalls. Is that not right, Mr. Hammett? Of course it's right. You know that. Stupid as you are, you probably haven't even heard of building a great kedar for them. A kedah? A stockade. A corral. Big enough to hold a hundred huge bull elephants. And after we've got it built, we send the bulls an invitation to come in. Eh, huh, Vera? In a way, use specially trained, tame female elephants who have been schooled in the art of luring the bulls into the enclosure... Yeah, Come to think of it, I
12: I have heard of that system. But
11: what about Tarzan? (laughs) I'm going to use a lure or a decoy to capture not only the elephants, but also the (laughs) mighty Tarzan. The decoy with which I plan to lure Tarzan is my daughter, Zyra. What? I think you'll agree that Zyra's beautiful... She's gorgeous. And clever and ruthless. Just as the tame female elephants have been trained for their job, so have I trained Zyra.
12: It's the craziest thing I ever heard
11: of. (laughs) I take that as a compliment, Hammett. For only by a fantastically mad plot can Tarzan ever be captured. Rest assured, my stupid friend, that when we return to civilization, we shall have the mighty Tarzan in chains. (laughs)
1: We shall return in just a moment with the story of Tarzan and the Decoy. A few days later, a mighty safari set out from Nairobi. A troop of vicious native Askari with guns strapped to their backs. Gimlet-eyed mahouts leading the decoy elephants, huge cages. And near the end of the bizarre parade, surrounded by giant Senegalese guards, came a great metal-covered wagon... Inside were the masters of the safari, Hammett and Varin and the excitingly beautiful Zyra.
3: Oh,
13: heat's unbearable already. Hammett, get me something cool to drink. Okay, Zyra. Miss Barron, if you don't mind.
12: I was just being nice. I'm not your servant, Miss Barron.
11: Get her to drink, Hammett, and address her the way she said, and without sarcasm. Uh,
12: Darn if I will.
11: There! Maybe that'll teach you some manners... You, you slapped me Next time I'll call the guards to do it They get their pay from me And I think they'll do what I tell them Now, get my daughter the drink she asked for
3: All right
14: Here
12: you are, Miss Byrne.
13: Thank you, Hammett I didn't really mean to start a fuss I guess the heat makes us all a little ill-tempered
11: yeah, I guess it does.
13: Here, sit down by me. Tell me you
11: do forgive me. Don't raise words on that fool Zyra. and save your charm for Tarzan. He'll be worth a fortune to us, and we bring him back.
13: Don't worry, father. I won't fail you.
1: Weeks followed weeks, and the safari came closer and closer to the land of the Punya tribe. But Tarzan was unaware of the coming of the dread Tarmangani, the white men. He sat alone in the native compound. The Waziri were away on a hunting trip. The women were out searching for dye roots, and small Torgo, armed with his bow and arrows, had wandered toward a nearby riverbed. Suddenly the ape man's nostrils twitched. His keen senses came alive. He had caught the scent of Numa, the lion. He rushed toward the riverbed, but Torgo was gone. The grass was still bent where the native boy had been sitting, and Tarzan followed the spore from there. It led in the same direction from which Tarzan had sensed the coming of Numa.
3: Torgo! Torgo!
1: Tarzan ran through the forest, approaching rapidly the roar of the lion and the scent of the native boy. And then suddenly he came into a small clearing. Twenty feet in front of Tarzan stood a ferocious lion, and just beyond the lion stood Torgo, trying to hold his toy-like bow steady as he aimed his arrow.
11: No! No! No, Torgo, no, don't shoot at Numa! Yes, Torgo,
3: shoot!
1: No, you only wound him! Tarzan grasped a hanging vine and swung upward, then leaped from tree to tree, approaching the snarling animal. He was just overhead when Torgo let go an arrow. The animal opened his cavernous mouth with rage. He controller lower, then sprang. And at the same moment, Tarzan leaped down, his knife flashing in his hand. He caught the lion in midair, circling it throat with one steel-corded arm, and with the other, he plunged the knife deep into the lion's brain. Again! And Again! Again. Then Tarzan put one foot on the dead animal and raised his head in the gesture of the victorious Aboriginal ape. We
9: killed Numa. We killed Numa.
10: Yes, we we killed Numa.
9: Mother will be proud of Torgo. Now we skin him and take home meat and fur. Oh,
10: it's not far to the village. I'll throw Numa over my shoulder And and your father can skin him when he returns home
9: Torgo is very brave He heard Numa in the forest and he ran to find him Torgo ran so hard his legs were.
10: When Torgo's mother hears about this Some other part of Torgo is going to hurt
9: Oh, Torzan, you treat Torgo like a tiny balu Torgo not a baby
10: No, you're a fine little man And I want you to live to be a fine big man The jungle is alive with dangers of all kinds
9: But Numa is dead Torgo's arrow killed him Tarzan's knife helped, though.
10: Numa has many brothers and sisters in the jungle, and Sheeta, the panther, hunts for food. So does Dango, the hyena, and Gimla, the crocodile, and many other fierce beasts.
9: I don't see them now.
10: Ah, our enemies seldom reveal their coming, Torgo. And yet, for one raised by the apes, the scent of distant animals comes from afar. The sounds of an ant walking can be heard in the distance.
9: Tarzan teases, Torgo. How can Tarzan hear an ant walk?
10: Does Torgo hear anything now?
9: No, Togo hears nothing.
10: Tarzan hears something. Far in the distance, men are driving stakes into the ground. Do you know what that means, Togo?
9: What does it mean, Tarzan?
10: Men are building a camp. No other native tribe would dare build in the Punya country, so it means that the most dangerous enemy of all has come again. The white men have returned to Tarzan's jungle. The Tamanghana are here.
3: <laughs> Oh, my process.
8: Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha, uh-huh. it's the Loot Crate subscription
0: box, yeah, with exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy, uh-huh.
8: <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude,
5: cowabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woo-hoo!
0: Woo! To the Browsers! With, huh? with cuts starting as low as 1199 per month, those are box just about for all collectors To get your Geek on, head over to PhoenixMedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer! That's F E N I X Media.us forward slash loot crate! Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate! Dig it! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
2: From the heart of the jungle comes a savage cry of victory. This is Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle.
1: When the sun had dropped from the sky, Tarzan swung over the almost completed walls of the Ketta and sat in a crotch of a tree examining the camp of the enemy. Three of them stood before an enormous metal-covered house on wheels. One was a small, cruel-looking man. One was a huge, muscular man with the figure of a hunter. And the third was the most beautiful human Tarzan had ever seen. He swung down noiselessly and dropped a few feet from Baron and Hammett and Zyra.
3: Where did he come from? How did he get here? Who is he? Gods! Gods! Wake up, you lazy fools! Gods! You
10: need no warriors. Tarzan means you no harm. Tarzan. It's
11: all like Never mind the gods. You should have told us right away that you are Tarzan. You know my name? The fame of Tarzan has spread to many countries.
13: No one ever said how handsome you are.
10: (laughs) My ape mother thought that I was ugly because I was different from the other
11: values of the tribe. We've heard the story of your adoption by the apes, Tarzan. It's
13: incredible. Not as incredible as those muscles. I've never seen anyone like you, Tarzan.
11: Nor
10: have I ever seen anyone like you. What do they call you, White Goddess?
13: My
11: name... Zyra. And my name is Darin,
10: And this is Hammett. Zyra, Varen, Hammett. Why do you come to Tarzan's jungle?
11: Well, we're on a sort of scientific expedition.
10: And why do you build a keda?
11: Uh, let's go inside. We can talk a whole lot better over a drink. I don't like the inside. We can talk here.
13: Well, it's getting cold out. I'm going in. Won't you please come in,
3: Tarzan?
10: For the White Goddess. Yes. <laughs> Thank you have it.
11: Now, fill Tarzan's
10: glass. No, no, no. Your wine is strong and your food rich. I prefer to dine on freshly caught game.
13: You might get to like a lot of things civilization has to offer.
10: That is true. I, I marvel at the wonders of this house on wheels you've brought into the jungle.
13: You might find the people outside the jungle... As amazing as the things in their homes.
10: Yes, sometimes I am not satisfied with my friends in the jungle. Sometimes I long to know men of my own kind.
13: There are no other men of your kind, Tarzan. You're very special.
11: I uh, I think perhaps I'd better check the camp. Emmett, I'm sure you have things to attend to also?
10: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was just going out for a breath of air. The air does lie heavy here. I'm used to the smells of the jungle and
11: and yet there is a heavy sweetness about this room.
13: It's my perfume, Tarzan. Do you like it?
11: Well, my daughter will keep you company, Tarzan. I'll return soon.
13: Don't hurry, Father. We have a lot to talk about.
3: Goga. Goga.
11: Yes. Wanna? I want you to, to wheel the special cage as far back into that clump of trees as you can. Sure.
12: So, come, Lama. Go, so Lama. Gura? Sure.
11: Yes, to Get your men's tear down branches and cover the cage, leaving only the opening uncovered. Huh? That's right. And when we get Tarzan inside, you're to close the door as quickly as you can. If you let him escape, I'll kill every one of you. Do you understand?
12: Gura... Understand
11: much? May I come in?
13: Come in, Father.
11: <laughs> Have you convinced Tarzan of the attractiveness of our world while well, I've been gone? <laughs>
10: <laughs> your daughter makes your world appear very
11: attractive.
13: Well, thank you, Tarzan. Is um, is all in readiness about the camp, Father? Everything is perfect. Oh. Oh. pardon me. I guess the long trip into the jungle has been more tiring than I imagined.
10: The jungle is no place for a woman like you, Zyra.
13: I think you should retire for the night, my dear. Yes, I think I will, if our guest will
11: excuse me. Oh, of
10: course. Your father and I will talk outside. There are questions you have not answered, Mr. Varin.
13: Oh, no, stay here and talk. I'll sleep better if I take a little stroll before I turn in. I'll be back in a few minutes, Tarzan. Don't go far. The night jungle is full of harm. I couldn't be afraid with you here. If I were to meet any trouble, I'd call out. Good. You would come. If you thought I were in trouble.
10: I would dare the steel jaws of death for you, my white goddess. (laughs)
1: In just a moment, we'll continue with Tarzan and the Decoy. Zira made her way quickly toward the distant end of the compound, there taking her place behind the heavily camouflaged cage of steel. And in the meantime, Tarzan tried in vain to get a straight answer from the slippery-tongued Baron. And
11: the cadda you've built? Oh, just for collecting some specimens of animal life. For study... We'll set them free later. Good. Because in Tarzan's country, animals are killed only
10: in self-defense. Or for food, wild things are left free. That is as it should be.
11: Only sometimes a man who thinks he's free... No! Ah, that's Sila. She's in trouble! I must get to her! I'm coming, Zyra! Save me,
3: Carter! Save me!
1: Tarzan raced out of the van. His fleet footsteps carrying him rapidly in the direction from which Zyra's voice had come. And behind the cage, deep in the brush, crouched Zyra, leading Tarzan on. Tarzan! Leading him toward the cage.
3: Straight ahead, Tarzan! Straight ahead! Daisy! I'm coming, Zyra! Hurry, Tarzan! The park is about to scream!
12: Let it off. He come! Now! Uh, we catch Tarzan!
13: He's not in there, you fools.
12: No, he's not in there! Chuck, Guru see. where he go? He
13: grabbed a vine and swung himself up just at the last minute. There
12: is he. Tarzan, escape. Do not go
11: in a cage. Oh, ten. Wrong with the pen.
10: I will tell you your mistake, Kamangani.
13: It's him. No, father, don't shoot. Find out what went wrong.
11: What mistake did we make,
10: Tarzan? At the last minute, the white she devil yelled that a panther was about to spring. But Tarzan did not catch the scent of the panther. Only that a pamba, the rat.
3: Kill him! Your bullets are as crooked
11: as your tongues. I shall return, Come on, Danny. Gora. Yes, Wana. There had to be no rations for the men tonight. But hunter need food.
12: Tawzan say, was because white lady say panther. Panticom- I'm not discussing it- the matter with
11: I'm telling you. And if your men aren't more successful in hunting elephants than they were in capturing Totten, I'll pay only half the gold I promised you. we
12: see, Wana.
3: Let's go, let's go, of me.
11: All right, you come along now, and stop your
12: fighting. Huh? Eh? What is that you have with you, Hammett? Oh, that's a little native boy. I found him sneaking around the camp. Probably see it, trying to find out what he could steal.
9: Not steal. Meet Torgo. Look for my friend Tarzan.
11: Oh, is Tarzan a friend of yours?
9: Good friend. Me sneak away from village to find him. Oh, for goodness sake. Let's go back to the bank. Not so fast, my dear Zyra.
11: Tarzan's friend here is going to be very valuable to us. Tie him up and throw him into the cage, Hammett. We now have fresh bait for our trap.
1: Tarzan traveled north, away from the whites, away from the Punya tribe, away from all men. But the next day, he learned that elephants were being lured into Baron's kedah, and a desire to help his wild friends joined a growing urge for revenge, and he turned back in the direction of Baron's camp. When he was almost there, he saw a lone hunter in the woods, and the man was Hammett. Tarzan leaped down, knocking the gun from Hammock's hands and raising his gleaming knife to Hammock's throat.
12: Oh, please, please, Tarzan! Let me speak! What have you to speak of? They they have your little friend, Torgo. Torgo? Berlin has him? You lie! No, no, I, I swear it. They're going to use Torgo to try to catch you again. Uh, you said you'd return. I'll show you how to save him. Why should you do this? Because I'm an animal hunter, not a man hunter. I never liked the idea of trying to capture you, and I... I don't like the idea of holding a small native boy. That's, that's too much. But you're still one of Varin's men. A footstool for him to kick around. Him and Zyra. Well, they kicked me for the last time. I'm in this with you. If you trust me, Tarzan.
10: I have to trust you. Tell me your plan.
12: There's the hiding place of the first century. But be careful. He's a first sent release. Tarzan can handle. <laughs> Of the last two, Tarzan, at the edge of the Kedah, and behind the tangled growth to the left. We must finish this quickly. Ah! Oh! That takes care of the guards. Only Baron and Zyra and the porters are left in
10: camp now. Gura is the headman of the porters? Yeah. And he's next.
3: Oh! Uh, me,
10: friend! We found the Tarzan. How do I know that? Uh,
12: Gura, Gura, see God disappear. No, no say anything. Gura, his men not fight Tarzan.
10: I can't count on that. I
12: swear, Great Wana, no black man raise hand against you. Us hate devil Varan. Us hate she-devil, too.
10: Like dog, they treat black men. All right. Tell all your black men to leave the camp at once, then. Is so,
12: Great Wana. Varan and she-devil soon be left alone.
13: Of course, I'm scared Elephants trumpeting and kicking against the sides of the cheddar Not a soul in camp except us
15: Come on, we've got to get to the cage with Togo
13: At least it's on the opposite side of the camp and the elephant Where did everyone go, Father?
11: Darlene must have taken them
13: But then, we got rid of Hammett And then the Senegal, And the Porters And the Ascari How? I don't know
11: but as long as we have the native boys, you have a chance. Keep your back against the cage so you can be surprised. Mm. You take one side and I'll take the other. Here's a rifle for you.
9: Oh, I wish they'd stop that. It's getting on my nerves. Turgo wants out. Turgo's scared. Shut
11: up or I'll turn this rifle your way.
9: Turgo's legs and wrists are Loosen Tongues, please. Shut up, I said. What that? That Tarzan. It
11: sounded like a signal.
9: Look. They're
13: Hamish. He's over there by the gate that holds the elephants. Oh, maybe he will... Re- don't the re- He's letting them out.
3: They are coming this way. Oh, we will be killed. Come on. Come, Tyler. We can
1: Everything was swept away by the onrush of the elephants as they fought their way back into the jungle. Varan fell beneath their mighty hooves, and the cage that had held Torgo was smashed in a thousand pieces. Broken fragments of two rifles littered the ground. But high overhead, a great bronzed god of the jungle held under one arm a small native boy, and under the other, the most beautiful creature he'd ever seen. As the herd disappeared in the distance and the dust settled, he placed them both on the ground.
9: Torgo, no feel good. I want to go home?
1: I'll take
10: you home, Torgo.
9: No. Don't leave me, Tarzan.
10: Hammett will see that you come to no harm.
13: Hammett. He was the one who opened the gates. He killed my father.
10: I'm sorry, Zara. I planned to save him, too, but he ran into the path of the elephants.
3: Oh, it was horrible.
10: The jungle is a place of violence. Gora will gather his guards and the safari will be formed to take you home.
13: I have no home now. My father's gone. Tarzan, let me stay here in the jungle with you.
10: You shall go back.
13: But you called me a white goddess. You said I was beautiful.
10: Your beauty is only of the outside. Inside, you are as cruel and as ugly as the civilization that spawned you. And to that will you return.
1: return to tell you about the next story of Tarzan in just a moment. In our next story, we relate the experience of Tarzan and black ivory. Black ivory, a precious commodity more sought after than white ivory or gold or diamonds. A search that spells danger hatred and death deep in the heart of the jungle, deep in the heart of Africa.
2: Tarzan, a transcribed creation of the famous Edgar Rice Burroughs, is produced by Walter White Jr., prepared for radio by Bud Lesser, with original music by Albert Glasser. This is a Commodore production.
0: Into Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media.
2: From the heart of the jungle comes a savage cry of victory. This is Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. From the black core of dark Africa, land of enchantment, mystery, and violence, comes one of the most colorful figures of all time. Transcribed from the immortal pen of Edgar Rice Burroughs, Tarzan, the bronzed white son of the jungle. And now, in the very words of Mr. Burroughs, the story of Tarzan and Black Ivory.
1: Stories about the Marwood tribe that drawn Tarzan to the far mountain country where, according to the legend of the lowland, there lived a super race. The people had been described as seven feet in height, and it was said that they could wrestle with Sheeta the panther, outrun Bara the deer, and bend a young tree for a bow. The legend proved an exaggeration, but Tarzan did find the Marwa people exceedingly tall and handsome and strong. None possessed more of these jungle attributes than Velda, the dusky, dark-eyed daughter of the chief. <laughs> I'll catch you, all right.
10: Watch out. Here I
3: come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't catch you, huh? Eh? Oh, <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, help, Aren't you alright? There you are.
10: Oh. Well, then, do you uh, admit that I can swim faster than you?
8: Tarzan swim faster and run better than any Marwa. And that is why my father, the chief, made Tarzan son of tribe.
10: I'm happy about that, Velde. For I've never known any tribe as brave as yours. As ours.
8: Never before have Marwa take stranger as son. And this only because Tarzan is mighty hunter and fisher.
10: <laughs> well, if I'm a good fisherman, I'd better take these fish I speared back to the camp and clean them. Oh
8: no. No, Tarzan must not. What? Oh, that is job for Tarzan's woman.
10: Tarzan's woman? Hmm? Oh, now, wait a minute, Velda.
8: Does not Tarzan like Velda?
10: Of course I like you.
8: And is not Velda beautiful in Tarzan's eyes?
10: I think you're as lovely as the blossoms of the jungle acacia. But you are the promised one of Kalo.
8: Oh, no more. Not since Night Tarzan bested Kalo in wrestling contests. No, only Tarzan can marry the daughter of Chief of Great Marwat Rock. When Goro the Moon comes to fullness again, Velda will become Tarzan's slave forever.
10: I don't like that word slave, Zelda. Huh? You'll never be any man's slave, not mine nor anyone else's, so long as I have
1: strength with which to fight. <laughs> The reputation of the great Marwa tribe had spread even so far as Port Said on the edge of the distant Mediterranean. There, in a ramshackle building on a narrow side street, a man in the flowing robes of the Bedouin thought about these great strong people as he waited for a caller.
15: Enter.
6: I can hardly see. That you, Ajib?
15: It is indeed, Captain Marco. Ajib Ben Zaman, bid you enter and close the door. Okay. Come near to me, mighty Captain of the Sea.
6: You're going to hold that mighty Captain of the Sea business and tell me what all this mystery's about.
15: I know of no mystery, my worthy Captain.
6: Not much you don't. Sending one of those Hawkeye messengers to my ship and making me meet you here in this part of town? What do you want?
15: Your tongue is sharp, friend, for one whose ship cannot find cargo among the reputable merchants of Port Said. All right, so
6: you found out I'm broke. So what?
15: Ajib Ben Zaman wishes but to improve the fortunes of his friend. I know of rich cargo for your ship to carry to distant ports.
6: The kind of cargo you ship is too risky.
15: Ah, but this time it is neither the seed of the poppy nor the guns our government has elected to term contraband.
6: What, then?
15: This time you shall carry black ivory. Black ivory? (laughs) To translate the jargon of a crass world, slaves. Slaves? In this day and age? There are still many markets, including countries which claim to be opposed to all forms of slavery.
6: Well, maybe so. But I'm not getting into a racket like that.
15: I think you are, Captain Marco. There is much A.J. Ben Zaman could arrange to have the port authorities learn about some of your past cargoes.
6: Well... uh... You will
15: profit handsomely. My emissaries tell me of a Marwa tribe whose people are tall and handsome and strong. They will bring many pieces of gold.
6: Uh, Suppose I agree.
15: How do you know I'll
6: still be in port when you bring them back?
15: Because I'm taking you with me, Captain Marco. My men wait outside this hall now. One will carry a message back to your ship. A message wherein you command your crew to await your return when your business in the jungle is completed.
6: How do you know I won't spoil your game?
15: I have planned long for this. I have come many days' journey for this meeting in Port Said. Anyone who attempts to spoil my game will die. I care not if the infidel is a man of the sea or a creature of the jungle. (laughs)
1: We will return to Tarzan in just a moment. The mournful whistle of the Cape to Cairo Railroad engine sounded in the night. And aboard the train traveling from Fort Said to Fashoda in the Sudan country, were Captain Marco... Ajib ben Zaman and the cunning Sheikh's two fierce Bedouin followers, Kadur ben Husum and Bader ben Jafar, who sat in a corner saying nothing, but their hands remained on their cues, and their narrow eyes seldom left their Sheikh and the infidel dog Seacat. Why do they keep sitting there
6: staring at
1: me?
15: Perhaps they doubt your full enthusiasm for our plan.
6: Yeah, maybe uh, they're right. Four men gone into the jungle to try to capture a whole tribe of huge savages.
15: When we leave the train at Fashoda, we will be met by my men, more than a double score of cunning shifters skilled in the art of taking slaves. I see. They will have with them camels and fleeked Arabian horses, the tools of their trade, and the wherewithal for a comfortable menzil. Menzil? encampment. Forgive me for forgetting that you are a cultured foreigner who knows not the crude language of Muhammad. Yeah.
6: Well, so these shifter guys catch the blacks.
15: What then? We return all the way to Port Said by caravan and load them directly into your ship. And no one stops us or asks questions, huh? No one questions the content of a closed packing case unless there are sounds of protest from within.
6: Yeah, that's just the point. You think those blacks aren't going to scream murder?
15: For those that babble, there is always the heated iron that removes the tongue almost painlessly.
1: The weeks passed, but the moon had not yet come to its fullness. And Tarzan wrestled with the problem of breaking off with Velda without causing her hurt or making angry his brothers of the Marwa tribe. Already one of them, Kalo, to whom Velda had been promised, looked upon Tarzan with unfriendly eyes. This day, Tarzan walked from the camp deep into the jungle. Following him at a little distance came Velda, and following her stealthily came Kalo. I heard someone. Who
10: follows me?
8: It is but your promised one, Velda.
10: You should not follow me, Velda. Especially not when I walk into the jungle.
8: Why does Tarzan wander away from the Marwakan?
10: I am not used to being with people all the time, Velda. Perhaps I shall never learn.
8: When the moon comes full and we are married, then Tarzan be real son to my father. And then perhaps it will be easier in the mind.
10: I'm afraid not. Velda, how can I tell you? what, What words are there to explain that I can't marry you?
8: Tarzan would shame Velda before the tribe. He has claimed her in ceremonial wrestling match.
9: And now... I hear
10: someone. Though the wind is against us, I sense the coming of enemies.
8: I care not for enemies. If Tarzan will not have Velda, then she... Be
10: still, woman. Who comes? I come. Kalo. What do you want, Kalo. Why do you follow me?
6: Tarzan take Kalo's woman, and against law of tribe, he steal into woods with her before
10: nuptial feast. I did not steal into the woods with her. I came for a walk. She followed to talk to me.
6: Kalo see, elder
10: cry. Surely Tarzan bring dishonor to tribe.
6: Marwa make mistake when he take Tarzan as son. Tarzan, not through Marwa.
10: I am sorry, Kalo.
6: But Kalo change mistake of tribe. Friend's name of Marwat tribe with Tarzan's blood. Kalo's
3: oh, no! Caleb, no. no. Oh.
1: Uh, uh. Halo's knife flashed high over his head and came down with terrific speed. But the sinewy hand of Tarzan caught Kalo's wrist, and the knife dropped to the ground. A moment later, Tarzan's knife clattered to the ground as he fell with Halo on top of it. The men rolled over and over, locked in savage struggles. Zelda turned her back and ran right into the path of another spectator, Bolgani, the gorilla. Picking her up in his gargantuan arms, he hugged her to his hairy bosom and fled through the forest with her as Tarzan and Kalo continued to struggle.
3: Ah. 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 Wait! That's Zelda! Zelda in trouble! Tim, we've got to be away! Come, Tarzan! We're coming, Velda! The hands just watch. He'll see them. No knife and no bow. Could not shoot anyway.
10: Hurt Velda. Uh, Bogani's putting her it down. It's getting ready for us. Now. He can't help here, Kelo. Help him. No. I'll take, I'll
3: take. Elder back to village. Run. No. Kelo, he help. Uh. No, no, Kilo! If Bulgar, they kill us both! What will happen to Velda? Take her! Run! Come, Velda! Oh, no, no, we cannot leave him, I won't! What
15: Tarzan says is true. I must take you and run. I carry
3: you! No, no don't make me leave him! Don't leave, what's that? Doctor.
0: tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
2: From the heart of the jungle comes a savage cry of victory. This is Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle.
1: The two animals of the jungle, man and gorilla, fought for their lives. The gorilla's huge claws ripped into Tarzan's flesh. The leaves and the dirt were red with blood. Now, Volgani grasped Tarzan about the middle and began to squeeze with the enormous strength of his tremendous arms. Tarzan's breath left his body, and his mind began to cloud. And then, suddenly, Tarzan's powerful hands found the gorilla's bull-like neck. They closed around the huge throat, and they
3: squeezed tighter, tighter, tighter.
1: And at last, Volgani's arms relaxed hideous jungle creature fell to the ground. Tarzan stumbled a few steps, and then he fell at the base of the great tree, exhausted. Only then did an interested group of spectators emerge from behind the large rocks and walk to the scene of the savage battle.
15: The savage is unconscious.
6: Hey, did you ever see a fight like that, better one? No, Captain Marco. Never before have these eyes seen such a struggle. A gorilla dead? He has gone to his maker.
4: Men,
1: tie up the savage. Tie
6: oh, him, oh. huh? Can't you see that he's white under that bronze? We're not hunting for white men. What we do with an Azraini
8: is to be decided by Sheikh Ajib Ben Zaman. He has a great reputation for
1: wisdom. And for his own particular land of mercy We'll continue with our story after this message.
10: So you are Ben Zaman.
15: My subjects call me by that name, but I find your form of address and your manner exceedingly impertinent for a prisoner.
10: When I regained consciousness, I told your men I'd come willingly, but your subjects insisted on prodding me and keeping me tied up. Tarzan is not used to such treatment.
15: Tarzan? You are the famous Tarzan?
10: Some call me Lord of the Jungle.
15: Kador, why have you taken this man prisoner? Untie him at once.
6: I told him he was making a mistake. You are wise, Captain Marco. Here,
15: I'll cut the
10: bonds myself. Ah, thank you, Benjamin. I was told you were a wise man and you live up to your reputation.
15: I apologize for what has transpired. You are my guest. <coughs> Yemen, bring coffee and viands. Pray be seated, Tarzan. Captain Marco. Kedor.
10: I, uh, I shall sit with you, but I eat not the food of the Muslims. You will excuse me?
6: Can't say I blame you, son. Coffee, they call it. Full of cloves and cinnamon. It's so sweet it makes you sick. And our food. Like some dive in Damascus.
15: I forgive your crude remarks, Captain Marco. And I excuse you from sticking with us. Yeah, that's fine with me. Good luck to
10: you, cousin. Thank you, Captain Marco.
15: I cannot apologize enough for the indignities you suffered at the hands of my men, cousin. Perhaps you will permit me to repay you by offering you the hospitality of my humble menzil.
10: I am very tired. I will accept your kind offer.
15: Ayat! Show Tarzan to a it, containing a soft mat on which to sleep, and see that he has every comfort. May Allah grant you sweet dreams, Tarzan.
10: You are most kind. I shall see you when the sun is in heaven.
15: I hesitate to question you, my sheik, but your actions furrow my brow with questions. Fool. Have you never before heard of Tarzan? No. Many times in the past as he thwarted the plans of slave raiders. And yet you treat him like a friend. We had him tied, helpless, and you... Had we plunged a Cusa into him while he was bound, every native and every beast in the jungle would have united against us. Yes. But instead we shall treat him as a dear friend. We shall persuade him to remain for a few days. By tomorrow night, any doubts he may have had about us would have vanished. We shall be filled with sorrow when he is discovered dead in the next morning. But you said... We shall find Captain Marco, the Nazrani guilty of the murder. And we shall shoot him for his foul deed. That way we can cause no enmity. And with Tarzan out of the way, our hunt for black ivory will be simple. But won't we need Marco? When we return to Port Said, we shall commandeer his ship. In that way we need not pay the dear captain his share of the loot. comes
4: It is Kedor,
1: my sheik. I bring a native who tried to steal by the sentries.
15: Oh, uh-huh. he looks like a healthy young buck. Very strong and healthy, Buana. Only me not steal past sentries Me come to see great sheik. Need work. A native looking for work? Me outlaw from tribe. Much strong. Do work good. Well, there is much work to be done about the menzil, and the shifters have little heart for it. What can you do? Care for camels and horses? Hunt game? Cook for sheik. Hmm. All right. You can sleep with the animals. And we'll pay you what you're worth. Me, thank Buana. What name do you call yourself?
1: Name is Kalo. Who steals into my tent while I sleep? Hush, Tarzan. It is Kalo. Kalo?
10: How did you get here? Did they capture
7: you? No. Kilo, come to free Tarzan. But you are not found. We sneak from camp
1: now. Not yet. Do you know what these men are, Kalo? Kalo knows. The sign's plain. Oh, they fooled me for a little while. But when they thought I'd fallen asleep, I slipped out.
10: I found a wagon full of wristlocks and leg irons. We can't leave until we force them to quit the jungle. But we'll need help.
1: Kalo, have plan. Get help with Jungle Drum. Send message to all of Marwa tribe. When camp sleeps.
10: what suppose they find you here?
1: Arabs know Kalo here. Work for Arab as hunter and cook. Part of plan. In morning, Tarzan must pretend he not know Kalo. Leave now.
10: Just a minute. Why did you come to save me, Kalo?
7: Sorry for fight. Kalo did wrong. Tarzan brave Marwa. <laughs>
1: That night Kalo's drums sounded in the jungle, and from far off came the answer. The mighty Marwa tribe would send their fiercest waziri to fight the slave raiders, and they would follow the plan told them by the drums. The next day the plan was whispered to Tarzan, and by the time the Arabs had gathered for their evening meal that night, the jungle that skirted the Menzil was alive with native warriors. They awaited the signal from the peaceful looking bed of the Sheikh.
15: Bring us our evening meal! Pray, be seated, Tarzan. Captain Marco, Kedor, Iben, the rest of you. My nose is assailed with a delicious odor. Kalo the Black has provided us with a rare treat.
1: He has hunted in the woods all day and has returned to cook the fruits of the hunt.
15: Ah, approach with the repast, Kalo. Ah, Kalo, bring food. Ah, meat much heavy. The entire animal turned on a spit. You are a rare jewel, Kalo. Meat is wapi, the antelope. Tastes fine,
7: only too much for few men. And Kalo have more meat to bring in. Call rest of men.
15: That is a noble thought, Kalo. But all are present save for the sentries.
1: Kalo in woods all day. No enemies near camp. He tells the truth. Our men comb the forest. No natives.
10: If Gomangani were near, Tarzan would have caught the scent.
15: Well, all right, let the others come in. They've been restless and a good meal may help. Summon them, Kador. Now then, the food.
6: Well, looks like good seafaring
15: and grub for a change. One must admit the jungle furnishes fine food for those who know how to capture it, Tarzan.
10: The jungle holds no mysteries for those who are part of it. But for those who would destroy it, there is much danger.
6: A month I've waited for a decent meal.
15: Ah, here are the others. Enter men, partake plentifully of the meat. Halo, more food. The halo bring. Here is fine roast animal with an aroma like rich perfume. Oh, this is something like eating. This meat Captain Marco asked for. Huh? This porter, the boar. A boy. Oh. The greatest of insults, bringing the flesh of a swine to the table of an Arab. And you ordered it, Captain Marco. I swear I... Taunting us about our coffee and our food, and then this insult. No man can insult the fate of Ben Zaman. Look, I never... You speaking infidel, dog! Oh.
3: You can't slap me, you're right! Rotten... <laughs> for his gun! Oh. <laughs>
1: And as the Arab sheep fell, pandemonium broke loose, Kator dropped, Markle fell with a in his heart. And as the confusion mounted, a horde of fierce Waziri flooded into the tent, wielding wicked knives left and right. And Palo and Tarzan led the battle until no Arab remained in the menzil of aged Benzam.
6: The full moon has come, people of Marwat tribe, and we are met for the marriage of Tarzan and Velda. Are you ready for this marriage, my daughter?
8: Yes, my father.
10: Are you ready for this marriage, Tarzan? Great chief, members of the Marwat tribe, before I came to your village, Velda was the promised one of Kalo. I won her from him through a wrestling match that was meant to prove me braver than he... But since then, many things have happened. I was caught by the Tamangani, and I was forced to go to their camp. But the brave Kalo came willingly into the camp of the enemy to save my life, and to save all Mawas from slavery. He has proven himself bravest, and I cannot claim Velda for my bride.
6: You have spoken true, my son, and I decide. Velda, would you take Kalo as husband?
8: Kalo and Velda promised his childhood. Velda take Kalo with happiness.
15: Kalo, would you take Velda as wife? Kalo embraces Velda as wife, and Tarzan as greatest of Marwat tribe. So be it. Let nuptial feast
3: begin.
1: tell you about our next story in just a moment. In our next story, we relate the experience of Tarzan and the Hooded Death. Nowhere in the jungle is a danger so great as the one to be feared from the Hooded Death. Elephants and lions and tigers shrink from its approach. Savages scream at the mention of its dread name. And you too will feel the chill
2: of terror... In a story would relate. Tarzan, a transcribed creation of the famous Edgar Rice Burroughs, is produced by Walter White Jr., prepared for radio by Bud Lesser, with original music by Albert Glasser. This is a Commodore production.